Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Penguins 24-7 Live. He's Danny Shirey. I'm Dan Kovacevic. We're from DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is exactly what it sounds like. It's a live thing. We are uh, at the UPMC Lemieux <coughs> excuse me, Sports Complex in Cranberry. That over there is special guest star P.O. Joseph. Can't even see him. Hang on. Let's do this. P.O. Joseph. He's the last guy off the rink if you're the type to track that sort of thing with practices here, Danny. Eventful day. It was a very big day. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming we should start with Ron Hextall yep. and uh, where he, how he's feeling about the team. He, he basically said, look, we, I'm not happy with the consistency of the team, um, and he would like to upgrade the team if, if the opportunity prevent, presents itself, but at the same time, he doesn't necessarily feel handcuffed uh, to the point where he does need to make a move. Now, whether that's the entire truth or not. No, of course it isn't. The, 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 he's not handcuffed by either the salary cap or by market conditions, or by anything other than, this is just an opinion on my part, okay, paralysis that's self-induced because a lousy construction of the third and fourth lines took place. And that there's no way that he's going to say, hey, listen, I blew it with this, or I blew it with that guy. Because in the cases where he blew it, he also blew Jared McCann and, 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 you know, other situations as well. Yeah, it, it's it's a tough situation. I know everybody wants to sit there and, and have them say, you know, I'm, I'm going to go out and trade for this player to address all the team's issues, but that that's just was never going to happen. Um, I, I do think it, it is encouraging just by the way he was talking that, you know, he's, he's not necessarily ignorant to this team's problems and specifically where the team is lacking. Uh, but, you know, whether that is addressed properly, if we're basing that off his work over the past offseason, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing is, though, he's come through in the deadline. And you can say what you want about Carter now, but the Carter deadline acquisition was superb. Right. Okay, you can, you can have this argument both ways. Yeah, I, I would completely agree. I, I wasn't uh, – I'll stick my neck out there and say that I was not a fan of the Carter acquisition at the time whatsoever. Uh, but I'll also sit here and say that he ended up being exactly what they needed for that stretch run into the playoffs. He was freaking phenomenal. Oh, he kept, and, he's and, their best player. I don't know if he was their best player, but he was one of their best players. And it had little to do with him filling the net. He was driving play. He was doing what they're hoping they keep hoping he does now at the center position that just hasn't been there. He also filled the net. And, you know, guess what position he was back at? In this practice, everybody. Center, baby. Yeah, he was at center. If you have something that you want to ask us, 
go nuts. Do that. Uh, if you're on YouTube or Facebook, just leave an entry right there in the, in the comments and we will respond. Uh, simple as that here. So anything at all that you got here. Mark Leslie chimes in with, I'm watching my local team, Glasgow Clan, last night for the first time. A couple of the ex-Penguin system players there in Stephen Dixon and John Muse. Wow. Where's Taylor when we need her? Yeah. The- <laughs> I don't even know who these people are. And I've been covering I've been covering this organization my whole life. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor probably knows who both those people are. I can't say I but she's probably got them on speed dial. Probably. You know? Uh, yeah, anything at all that you have question-wise here, we're happy to do that. We're 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 happy to take whatever you got. Ron Hextall, uh, the chief thing that came from him, I thought, was an acknowledgement of frustration between what he thinks. How did he put it? That he has on paper. Yeah, he, he said something along the lines of, "When I look at this team on paper, I like it. I but like when it. I look at the the giant swings and results of." this team on the ice i don't like it so it it, it, you you get the sense that he's kind of coming to terms with okay my plan this past offseason and how my ideal roster construction looked maybe wasn't the best way to go about it now he's never going to come out and like you said come out and admit that and say oh i i completely flubbed the bottom six coming into this season but it seemed like he's kind of coming around on Evan says the Carter acquisition was an important move, even if the contract signing afterward was a dumb one. Yeah, both things can be true. It's as simple as that because, you know, just because you give up a second-round pick and it's someone who is perceived to be, and in this case probably should have been, a rental, it's okay to just have him be a rental. And I got the sense that both with Carter and then with Ricard Raquel, that he was going to sign them no matter what because he gave up the second-round pick instead of just considering them – in-the-moment assets that they were. Don't get me wrong. Love the Raquel extension. Yeah, I, I think I think the Raquel extension was great. Um, Raquel probably was a little murkier just because they weren't sure what was going to happen with Malkin. Latang it was going to take and, a lot of money. And even, yeah. and even Russ. Mm-hmm. But it, at the same time, I don't think there were, what, 50 games into the season now. Is there anybody who wouldn't have signed Raquel to that deal over this past offseason, seeing what he's done to this yeah. part of the season? Oh, yeah. And any team in the league would have him on their top six, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Black Cat's daddy says, how soon after Carter signed the contract did his play go south? It seems instantaneous now, but how long was it? It was quite legitimately I, It was instantaneous. I, I was about to say the same thing. Like that, it was that, like, that's not like even the hyperbole. next morning. It, it's not hyperbole. It's not revisionist history. He legitimately – I'm not saying he tanked his game, but his game tanked the second that that deal was inked. Yeah, no he, question. He looked about like that. a completely different player. Even if you go back to the start of last season, he wasn't as good as he was the year they acquired him. But don't forget, they had him playing first line center for a good chunk oh, yeah. to start the season. Oh, and yeah. while he's not a first line center, they got by with him there. Yeah. Austin says, did Hextall indicate that he wouldn't trade a first rounder to shed salary or under all circumstances? He didn't indicate it. He he put it on a giant billboard atop Mount Washington and strung neon lights around it. They are not going to trade their first round pick. I, 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 I don't think you can make it any clearer that a David Shirey time chimes in with Danny's the man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <Uncle. laughs> gotta, gotta like that. Um, Mother's day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue Nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones. Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast. Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We get one from Facebook here. It says, are we going to see Jari back before the Avs game? No. No. I, I, I can't imagine. I mean, he was, no. for anybody who doesn't know, he, he was here. He skated on his own beforehand. He took some soft shots from Andy Kyoto, and no. Uh, and He's going to have to get into some intensive practice, especially after getting hurt and then coming right back out of the lineup again. Yeah, and even right before he came back um, to the crease before this last injury occurred, he was talking about how important it is for him to be at 100% so that he can put his best performance on the ice because he said as much as himself if he's going in there where he's still a little banged up or, or feeling um, you know, not up to 100% that he's hurting his team that way. And so I think he kind of takes that on his shoulders as well as as much as he wants to be in there. He's not going to force himself back in there either, especially after, you know, the, the injuries are really starting to pile up yeah. for him now. So I, I don't think he's going to want to rush or, or push anything. Yeah, exactly. Especially that position, you know, and especially his importance to the team and everything else. They're just going to need to survive Casey DeSmith. By the way, how about that total non-endorsement? From Hextall regarding to Smith, I did not see that coming. I, I didn't say that he stinks or something. No, but there, there's but, a big difference between what he said and saying we're comfortable with. Oh yeah, what we've gotten out of him and the the position he's in now. He's their number one right now until Jari gets back. Yeah, that's terrifying, and 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 it should be. Gary says uh, also uh, Jari's in a contract year and has yet to legitimately play number one starter games. Only one season he since he's become number one goalie that he's played 80 games. And, you know, Hextall was asked today about uh, whether or not Jari's injury status affected, but there were, I think there were a bunch of other components to the question and Hextall just chose other right components. Yeah. But if he'd answered it directly, what he, what was he going to say? Yeah. yeah. There wasn't anything going there, but listen, he's not Connor Heilbach. Okay. He's not, not in terms of talent, certainly not in terms of durability. And those guys that get that money, if you look over their histories, that, that they get the Vasilevsky money and so forth, they're not just good for stretches. They're not just 935 save percentage, all-star, look at me. No. It's, it's all the time. A- ask any general manager. The GMs are ones who, votes for the, who vote for the Vezina. Ask any GM what their number one criteria is. GP. <laughs> it's old school all the way. You know? Uh, we can take a couple more here. Let's... Uh, Here's one from Chris who says, do they do they need a bottom six winger or a center more or both? Well, the, uh, both it kills your question, Chris. <laughs> the, the, yes is the answer. Yeah, the, the answer is definitely both. Uh, but I, if you're asking me, I think they need a center. The the, the biggest weakness in, in the bottom six right now is they don't have anybody who's driving play. Penguins, yes, they need more production from the bottom six, but they need – when the top six is not out there, they need to be able to rely on at least one line that can go out there and control play. They don't need to go out there and beat the doors off the opposition, but they need to go out there and spend time in the offensive zone consistently where they're not chasing the puck around in the defensive zone and feeding momentum to the other team. And they need, and they need, and Hextall brought this up in a question that I asked him, uh, what they need is Josh Archibald back and to recreate that fourth line of Teddy Bluger. Uh, Josh Paling and Archibald, and just hope that one of them, one of these, the 
these third or fourth lines can do something to what Danny said, which is to drive play. Last one today comes from Brian, who says, when I think veteran team, I think of a team that makes up for youth with smarts and being savvy. What we're seeing this season is the most veteran guys making the most rookie mistakes. Um, we are? Here and there, I, I think it's more Are you talking about Brian Dumoulin? I mean, I, I'm not sure what you mean. Are you talking about Gino? Gino is always going to be turnover prone because he tries things that other guys right. don't try. And, and, and I think those issues, like Malkin making a blind spin pass from the half wall that sends an odd man rush the other way, that's always been a part of Malkin's game. But guess what? Because the rest of the, the depth on this team, either on the blue line or up front, lacks, that stands out that much more because we don't have Carl Haglin or Nick Benino down there teaming up for two, three goals every once no, in a while. No, they're not producing enough to offset right. so, the, the lack of defense and the lack of possession. On the nights that Crosby line, Malkin line aren't at their best, and those nights are going to happen. It's just a given. It's, this is hockey. On those kinds of nights, it stands out infinitely more because you've got Brock McGinn and Jeff Carter chasing the puck around the defensive zone rather than a line out there like that HBK line that everybody loved. It was spending so much time driving play and, and really putting it to the opposition. Our last word today goes to Art Stanton, who says, how's my main man? That's M-A-I-N-E, uh, Brian Dumoulin. He's struggling, Art. He's struggling. He's trying to get through this season. But the emphasis there is trying. I don't think any of us would question his effort level. No, I, I'm not questioning no. his effort level. It's but just I, not happening. I, I think there's a very real conversation to be had to, to look at where his game is lacking compared to where he was a few years and ago. Why? And why? And how much of it's health-based? Well, in the injuries that he's occurred, he's, he's accrued. Right. It, yeah. it's, it's, what, three significant lower body injuries yep. over the past three seasons, four seasons, it's, something it's, like that? It's tough to uh, to compensate for that. Thanks, to everybody, for watching. Until next time, we'll do one on Tuesday. <laughs>